0: Films with Friends! I'm gonna come up with an intro later. We'll do the intro later. For our first episode of Films with Friends, we are going to do The Phantom Menace, which is the first movie Lucas remembers seeing. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh boy. Oh, Oh boy, what a menace.
0: What a menace. Well actually that's a good place to start all of this, really. Is and I was actually thinking of this today at work when I was just kind of ruminating over what I would talk about with this this episode is who is the phantom? As a child, I thought the phantom was Darth Maul. That's not what he is, he is not a phantom. The Phantom Menace. It's like, it sounds like it should be a presence of something that is but isn't there. Lucas, you yeah. really like Star Wars. What does it mean?
1: You Like, you want me to explain it, it to you as five-year-old self, seeing it for the first time in theaters, or like
0: me now? Let's do a comparison.
1: All right. When it, when, it, when I was young, I thought it was Maul, right? Me too. Yeah, so, so, so now I know. It, it's like Palpatine, but they don't really explain that in the movie at all. There's, like, one scene where the camera looms on for a second and they play, like, spooky music, but it's not really clear. So it doesn't really make sense as a standalone movie, considering it's the first movie. It doesn't really do a good job in telling that at all.
0: Which is, like, something I'm very much already ready to talk about, but what I want to... How I want to start all of this is I've chosen this as a, as a pilot episode topic, the first movie you remember seeing. Which means that we can kind of compare, like, what you thought of it as a kid and what you thought of it now. I- but my main, what I want from you the most is, like, Can we just get a quick summary of the Phantom Menace, however you'd like to describe it to me, really?
1: Yeah, so text is rolling down the screen. There's a big trade dispute. There's two Jedis that are sent to Naboo to see what's going on. They board a ship to talk to the Trade Federation. Uh, They get attacked by um, droids who have a a personality, and they're kind of dumb. And they just kind of go over them like butter. We know nothing about them. And then I think they name drop that, oh, it's Obi-Wan, except, again, we don't know why we care about Obi-Wan in this, this is the first time seeing it, it's number one in the prequel, I don't care, we don't know anything about the old guy, um, it turns to shit, they crash on the planet, we still don't know why, they're, like, why we care, and they meet uh, Jar Jar out of nowhere, uh, and Jar Jar's like, oh, thank you for saving me from the droidsa. And then they go underwater to talk to the Gungan people, which are like Jar, Jar species. And then like, they have to go through the planet's core in a submarine, because that's the fastest way to get to the Naboo capital city. And then they just sort of get there. And I still don't know why I care about any of these characters. And then like, they escape somehow but their engine's not working like they warp drive to Tatooine and they get on Tatooine and then for some reason the warp drive's not working and then they're on Tatooine and we still don't know why we care about these characters and then they meet Anakin in Tatooine he's a little child he's going to be the bad guy later but a lot of in thens
0: a lot of in dance
1: i'm not even halfway through man should yeah. i keep going
0: no like summarize the story for me yeah
1: so anakin's there he's a slave right and they don't have money for the parts because they don't take the the money of the republic there so he makes a deal for this child to to do racing, and if he wins uh they get money and they can get their part of their ship and escape but uh and with a bonus anakin will be free um he couldn't free the mother the mother because uh jedi mind tricks don't work on this specific type of alien i guess again we still don't know why we care about any of these characters anakin has a bit of personality like he I, I guess there's like a reason for him we're rooting for him he's doing the race he's got some personality the jedi are like monks so that purposely are have to be super monotone in this i guess
0: which is a whole thing but yeah
1: yeah so then he gets free there's a sad moment with the mother. Uh, he's hitting on uh, Padme a lot, who looks like six years, like she's like twenty something. He's like five.
0: Uh, I would put her more at like sixteen, but yeah. How old is Natalie Portman then? Oh. Sorry, the dog had to scream there. Your question was how old Natalie Portman was in this movie.
1: Yeah. Anyways, I'll keep going while you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. While I look that up. Uh, they go to chorus because he's like, "We're gonna train you as a Jedi." And then we meet Palpatine the bad guy. We know he's a bad guy because uh, at some point they randomly play 30 seconds of bad guy music when the camera zooms in on him. Um. Yeah, uh, they say we're not going to do it. And then they, have, they go back to Naboo for some reason to just solve the problem on their own. And then they do. Oh, and then <laughs> there's like this Darth Maul guy yeah. who's like the secret guy who we don't know yet who is Palpatine, but we don't know who he is is his apprentice he tells him to go there and, and, and stop them and yeah he kills the the master of obi-wan which again we don't know why i don't know why i care about him in this movie because he's just sort of there mm-hmm. he's just sort of doing things i
0: feel bad for obi-wan because they are like i know for a fact that was a dude you've been like close to as family with otherwise yeah, yeah.
1: And then, yeah, the 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 day is saved, and they have, like, a party. Because the Gungans are now friends with the Nabooian. That, like, it's really juxtaposes
0: the whole... It was like, the guy died, here's a party.
1: Yeah, there's, like, a battle I like, gleamed over, but it's not so oh, yeah, important. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: But, uh, they, they have to go and free Naboo from the trade stuff. So then their plan was, like, we're going to make a distraction with this Gungan army. Because they have this giant army, which is really convenient. And it's going to be a distraction, so we're going to go in and we're going to cause a distraction to do this other thing. And then it's just all action sequences up until the big fight. and Then we hear that awesome uh that awesome Star Wars music. Which is great. And they save that's the movie. It's a long explanation, but it's a f- long five-act five-act boy.
0: There's no way there's no way really to sum that movie up without getting like overly long because every scene is equally as important, which is like 10% important. But if you take even a single scene out. Talk about what
1: I liked about it.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: When we saw Coruscant for the, the first time and it's the planet that's just nothing but city.
0: That, that was really
1: cool. And then we get some like lore about the Jedi Temple and we get to see all like the politics and shit. I love that. But it's such a tiny fraction of the movie, and it feels like the rest of the movie doesn't
0: matter. I did feel like I was looking at the backgrounds a lot because, like, I felt like there was, like, a lot to learn, and they just weren't teaching me. Yeah,
1: it was cool, Um, but a lot of the scenes, it went from, like, real life to, like, this looks like a cartoon.
0: Oh, yeah, the CGI wasn't yeah. ideal. The
1: CGI robots versus the CGI squid people, which are the Gungans. It yeah. Just, and in the background, too, I think they CG'd that as well for some reason. So it just... It looked like something from, like... Like, real life. And then a scene from, like, the Star Wars cartoon today. Mm-hmm. But in a live-action movie, mm-hmm.
0: just...
1: It didn't go well. Very rough.
0: I think one of the strongest things that stood out to me is... We did watch this movie together. is Like... Full knowledge, and I wonder if you would think this if you weren't someone who had taken a bunch of writing classes, I feel like yes. Full knowledge of the fact that they knew what their target audience was and missed it the way that a stormtrooper misses his shot, Mm -hmm. one might say. Like they were like, it's for kids, let's put a bunch of text on the screen.
1: Yeah, I definitely saw it as a kid because of the advertising campaign for it. I remember all... The movie was made to make toys. I remember having...
0: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, literally, but yeah. I had, like, a
1: pod racing set. I had a little Mm -hmm. Darth Maul. I had a book with all the aliens from The Phantom Menace in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And what I remembered from the movie as a kid was the Jedi's killing droids at the start of the movie, Mm -hmm. Jar Jar stepping in the poopy yeah and then the Darth Maul fight at the end that's all I remembered about that movie
0: yeah the
1: action especially the the choreography at the end was really cool really cool but everything else even all the other action scenes were just them like slicing through these joys like butter and it doesn't matter and they're doing it in quite a calm manner because they're monks I don't know
0: and there was like an entire large portion of that scene devoted to the pod race and I did not remember it happening in that movie
1: hmm I, I think when I was five and, and watched... This is the first movie I've ever saw in the movies. And I, I think I just sort of mindlessly stared at the screen and didn't have a thought.
0: It's like boy mind. juice. Like, it's exactly what you want to, like, guzzle down as the boy's yeah. throat in that era in particular.
1: Speaking of that, I do remember the pod racing. That's something I forgot to mention. You do
0: remember, yeah. yeah. And again, to touch on target audience for this movie was like, as a almost 30 year old adult, I was watching it and zoning out through, so I am, I don't like action very much, it has to be very much sprinkled throughout something or it has to be comedic or else Mm. I like don't pay attention, like I don't, I don't watch like the Bourne movies and anything Jason Statham that isn't snatched, Mm. like I don't fuck with it. So I knew I was going to zone out during the action, although Star Wars has particularly enjoyable action compared to other action things, but it was like literally that Simpsons joke of like the shitty Star Wars sequel where it's just people sitting in the place and doing like attendance, like they were like, hello, we are Palpatine and Melador and we are here to talk about the Force. The Force must be listened to. We must listen to the Force. Yes. And then there's, like, a weird cut, and there's, like, a picture of a fucking moon in the next one. And, like, that's what so much of this movie was, was, like, a back-and-forth conversation about politics.
1: Yeah, but we, we also don't know anything or care about the politics.
0: That's the uh, thing. Particularly if it's geared towards children. Mm. Kids don't care about politics.
1: Yeah, they, they aimed it at every possible target audience at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. It's... Interesting to think to compare because one thing it did make me think of is the la- like Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Korra, but like I know The Last Airbender better mm. because it is about these people who are very monk-like, and but they do have to fight for justice and like everything that represents and how engaging and fun and how many lessons I there would have been taught if I was a kid watching it, but as an adult I was like these are good lessons for kids kind of thing. Like, that show always engaged me, and it's a TV show that sprawled like three or four seasons long, and for one movie called The Phantom Menace, I was fighting not to be on my phone because I knew I had to pay attention for this podcast, which is, it's a kids show. And then I also made a note here, oh, it's the one with Jar Jar, because I don't know. I know more about the like new Star Wars, like the Rey ones, because I was an adult for them, so I'd pay attention for them.
1: Speaking of Jar Jar, there was that weird scene where it was super serious, it was all action, and then it was just him sort of bumbling killing droids by accident
0: like in the the the, the um, like war fight Yeah, thing. it was a yeah.
1: weird tonal thing
0: like Whoopsie. yeah and he he was like stand back stand back to like the whole army and you're like hold yeah, yeah 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 hold and like we won't even get into everything people said about him and like i think like racism but like we can talk about the bad guys in a minute Um, I actually made a note here about Jar Jar because all I remembered of him really was how wooed. Like, because I I had like a friend who would say that. And the main note I made for him is all his scenes feel like going on a road trip with your friend's annoying friend. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're like, hey man, let's go on a road trip. And they're like, sick. And at the last minute, they're like, I invited Jar Jar. And you're like, Cool. Yeah, he just, they just sort of, like,
1: picked up Jar Jar along the way, and then he was just sort of there for the whole movie. Yeah, he was like,
0: you, you saved my life, I'm here to help you. And then, like, the the old man with the hair was, like, um...
1: Old man with the hair?
0: The, the long hair, Obi-Wan's dad. Oh, okay. Dad.
1: Qui-Gon.
0: Qui-Gon. Liam Neeson. Oh, it was Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was, like... We're gonna take you with us now because we don't want you to get hurt because, like, the guys are all pissed at him in the one scene. And it's like, cool, you could have literally just dumped him. And that could have actually been, like, uh, something to overcome is if they were like, okay, Jar Jar, anyway, fuck off. Because, like, these three characters don't have any chemistry or interactions. They just try to talk about their pod or whatever it's called, their spaceship, as it, like, crashes and doesn't and they derp through space. Like, it's never... Very much less meaningful, it's implied that Obi-Wan does not dislike his master, although he does argue with him a lot because Liam Neeson is, like, almost exclusively making mistakes throughout this movie. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, it's, like, inferred that Obi-Wan doesn't hate him, even though they do disagree, it's never... Angrily and then like Jar Jar is definitely there and there's like parts of the movie where Liam Neeson's like stopped doing that Which actually are not justifiable things because like Jar Jar was like eating fruit with his tongue Which is the way that his people eat and then they take him to a place where he's not supposed to do that No one tells him not to do that and then he does it and then he gets his fingers wrapped for it so like the one time there's any substantial Interaction really between those characters is Liam Neeson being like, "No, no, don't do that." Now I'm pissed at you for doing that, and George R. being like, "I don't understand. This is how I eat."
1: Mm. One one thing I don't understand about Obi Wan's character, he's the if if you were to watch the other movies first, he is the one person we know right at the start. But for half the movie, uh, Liam Neeson is like,
0: "Stay on the ship. Stay on the ship. Don't do anything." How long does it take us to get to know Obi Wan's name? It's pretty early, in, I think it's pretty
1: early. He he's okay. our grounding like force in that movie, but he doesn't do anything until the end, where he sort of has to a- a- avenge his master. And um, what what did you think about the rat tail?
0: N- negative reviews there. Yeah. It made me dislike him more.
1: But it was all building up to when, uh, young Anakin at the end of the movie, when you see them there at the celebration, and you can tell he's finally also, become a Jedi, because they gave him a rat tail as has well. His rat
0: tail. That's yes, right. Which muzzle talked to him. Did he grow his hair out? Did they shoot... How did he get that much hair? He, he had
1: long hair in this movie. He had, like, a little bowl cut.
0: I feel... It's fine.
1: Why did they give the bad guy aliens that, like... Like, that thick medieval japanese we are the bad aliens mm-hmm.
0: i think it's the other like it's like the literal the alien they're coming from another place kind of thing will make them sound like someone quote quote foreign i think that's all they had writing for them but then also the princess who is like a white person also looked kind of geisha-y
1: yeah, there was there was a, a definite theme, but the theme was kind of weird because she she was the only one that had that geisha theme, and she's the princess of the Naboo, and these other like Asian kind of aliens are from another planet, so it's kind of separated. But
0: yeah, it, but like it does. I think about how there were like episodes and you can definitely talk more about this than I can, but there were Asian there were um, episodes of. What's the John Favreau one with Baby Yoda? Mandalorian. Thank you. The Mandalorian that were, like, based on, like, Seven Samurai and Akira Kawasawa films a lot. So, like, I don't know if this is some weird effort to make it Asian style. And it's just, like, that's what it was in the 90s (laughs) was just, like, being kind of racist. I
1: I don't know, man. I don't think so.
0: It was very strange and off-putting but something i didn't even 1% think of back then at all even like the princess had the like she had like what felt like a like a geisha kind of getup like yeah
1: a, a lot of what these few movies were was they tried to make everybody and everything look as unique as poss- as possible to sell a toy
0: yeah that's very true and back then like Being, like, the Asian kid was, like, your whole personality in a TV show kind of thing. Mm. Stuff like that. Cool. So, like, I something that really bugged me about this. Like, when you were like, okay, I want to watch a Star Wars movie for this podcast. It's the first movie I remember seeing. I was like, that's a bummer because I don't like Star Wars. Even, like, the good ones. Are just not for me I'm very particular about my sci-fi I really am struggling to think what sci-fi I, I know there's sci-fi I enjoy I can't tell you what it is it, like, I did want to say about it's just so interesting to see movies from like that era because I um, definitely this is something that rings true for like Harry Potter as well but I found that Harry Potter was like and again this is I feel like this is my love for fantasy rather than sci-fi that made this more okay for me it's like it felt like a play when people moved it felt like they were hitting their marks, and um the like acting felt very played out but there were a lot of young actors in it and like Oscar Wilde said right like I won't work with animals or children there's a reason because they are terrible to work with um and the 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 costumes it's like they really all the costumes and all the things that they wore just feel like they were supposed to be viewed from a distance and when you got up close you're like that's just an oversized shirt
1: It, it felt like a play with weird cuts where the cuts will go like left to right and they felt really abrupt and jarring and like it would go across the screen in a way where it wasn't like a direct cut it was like enough to notice that it's flashing across the yeah. screen slowly into another scene It was really weird
0: and that's another thing like it's like almost more forgivable in place where you're like okay people have to move around a stage i understand this what i'm seeing and it felt like a play they were like, "Okay, people are moving around." And you're like, "No, no, you called cut." Like, why is it happening this way? It was it was very difficult to handle. And then, on top of all that, the way that they deliver those scenes was just—it's like a very basic rule of writing that you you can't really say and then and then and then it's because and therefore. And this whole movie was like. They're on a, It starts off fine where they're like, oh, they're on a mission for one thing, and you know it's gonna get it out of hand. Cool, but then it's like, and then the princess gets stolen, and then they get her back, and then she's upset about this, and then we have to go to the planet, and then they find a boy. It's never like anything. It doesn't feel like, oh, that was clever. You're like, oh, we got from point A to Z in the entirety of an unnecessarily long film. Mm.
1: I don't understand why they had to make like Anakin Skywalker Jesus, where his mother had like no baby. Uh, just uh, to, to, to spoiler it uh, with the with the next coming movies, they gave a weird explanation where um, Palpatine, who is the Dark Lord Sidious, and his master just sort of put like evil in the universe and it impregnated this random woman. Is the is a kind of the explanation. But it's not exactly clear in the movies and and they just kind of play him out to be like a Jesus in this first one.
0: He's super much Jesus. And like I was mentioning to got you a very la-
1: high Metachlorine count..
0: <laughs> yeah. And like I was mentioning to you last night, like they also I had to study The Matrix a lot when I went to film school, which that came out the same year. I just looked, that came out the same year, and I had, I was forced to, I did not get to choose what I was writing about, I was forced to write multiple essays about The Matrix and its relationship with the Bible, which I think is extremely interesting when you see the way the Wachowski siblings have gone in their lives. But, like, what was with 1999, and, like, we better fucking make it about Jesus, or I swear to God. Was it, like... Ironic, or was it like they're fighting back at all of the like godless people from the 90s?
1: When did The Passion of the Christ come out? <laughs>
0: um, later. it must have been later, later than that,
1: yeah. I remember, I remember South Park episode, like but it, it was close.
0: I just think it was a weird era for like everything the CGI, really. Like, they just wanted to shove a lot of CGI into, shit but they were not prepared. They were not prepared.
1: This movie was like 75% CGI. Even all the backgrounds. Like a big difference between Lord of the Rings, it was like, Lord of the Rings was like the polar opposite. It was just a few years later, where they sparsely, they used it, but it was very sparse, and it felt a lot more natural in the world.
0: To the point where like, in the Lord of the Rings, um, they used movie magic, not CGI, but like, camera tricks to make Gandalf seem larger than The Hobbit's. Like, that was not CGI when he looked big, it was old-school camera magic. One of the things that I found most unacceptable about this movie, which it's interesting, it's such a popular fan- franchise and stuff, and if I were just, like, a movie critic watching this with no cultural background about the world, like, I would give it a failing score. They let you know that Darth Vader is Darth Vader. Through, like, random exposition. Like, they're like... This kid is going to be Darth Vader someday? Is it Darth Vader? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Through random exposition.
1: This kid is going to turn into Hayden Christensen
0: one day? And then you have to, like... They're like, he's driving a pew-pew machine! And then you're like, holy shit! That's the baddest bad guy in cinema right now! Like, that is... Oh my god, like imagine 1999 being an actual like 20-something or teenager and seeing that in theaters and being like, I'm sorry. Can we talk about the scene that we cannot rewind or upload to YouTube because it's
1: 1999?
0: Mm. God, what a horrible way to drop that truth on fans. It was the first movie you ever watched. Tell me like the main thing you remember.
1: Jar Jar stepping in the poopy.
0: It's Jar Jar. Just overall stepping in the poop.
1: And and Darth Maul. Darth Maul is a big cool thing about it.
0: Darth Maul genuinely frightened me as a kid.
1: Like, there was that big reveal. And it's not a reveal to the average viewer. But as a kid, when he hits the button and then it reveals that it's not a one-sided lightsaber, it's a two-sided lightsaber. And all the boys are going, (gasps) Mm. Right, that's the big reveal. yeah, yeah. That's the big toy.
0: I was wondering if that was, like, when it happened, if it was, like, from that movie or, like, what.
1: I still think that's really cool.
0: I still think it's really cool. It is really cool. If the, if that movie was literally just that fight scene, it would have been better than if it was the whole plot of the movie. Um,
1: um, can I talk about the fight scene for a minute? Yeah. Uh, I thought the choreography, I thought it was really good. It was a little over overdone with all the flips and everything. But it was kind of cool seeing like uh, Ian McGregor's change from being calm, cool, collected, to when his master dies, and now he's swinging a lot more. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? He, he's lost control. He's swinging wildly. Yeah. He, he's putting emotion into his character for once.
0: There's actually like more character growth in mm-hmm. his fighting throughout that scene than like most of the movie.
1: Yeah. Um, they they kind of fix a lot of that issues with the next two two million movies in the trilogy they give characters personality so it's a big upgrade
0: yeah sounds like it um and then I would assume that you've seen this movie since you were a kid
1: no uh, this is the first time I've seen it in a long time I've watched like reviews I've I've, I'm a big Star Wars fan I like watching like all the little like lore videos and reading all the books and stuff
0: but like what was your main takeaway as an adult watching this with me the first time in a long time last night, what was your main thought?
1: I, I don't want to watch
0: this, <laughs> yeah. Like, I would have legit just been like, dude, I'm just tired, I'll go to bed. Thanks, yeah. I would have, and not that they're really comparable in any way, except like these are both the genres that bore me the most, or calling Star Wars a genre is obscene, but like, nevertheless, um, I was like, yeah. I made it at least two-thirds of the way through Spider-Man and you really want No Way Home and you really wanted to watch that with me. I deserve to go to sleep because this is so boring. And then that is exactly how I felt about Star Wars, except I had a purpose to finish it, so I did.
1: Hmm. Just saying, William Dafoe killed it.
0: William Defoe always kills it, but I would rather watch him in something... Worth watching like the, the Lighthouse Or even Antichrist I would prefer to watch him in I would prefer to watch his dick get smushed With a hammer in Antichrist
1: Shit happens
0: <laughs> Then to watch like Spider-Man um, I think it's time To tell the Tuscan Raiders story Which isn't really a story I just
1: sound like a sports team
0: Yeah um Like a
1: football team
0: well i did go into watching not watching because i refused to watch it i wanted to watch the opening scene of *Baba fett because i am a huge *Parks and recreation fan and i wanted to make that comparison to the patent thank you kelly i wanted to make the comparison to the Patton oswald scene for myself but they mentioned the tuscan raiders and my head exploded because I did think that that was a real-life sports team because I did just say that the two things I care about the least are Star Wars and superhero movies, but I forgot to add sports.
1: It's the Washington Redskins versus the Tuscan Raiders.
0: How am I supposed to know?
1: That's my that's my impression.
0: Of sports fans or Tuscan Raiders? A little,
1: a little bit of both. Ah. They make like a guttural like pig sound
0: yeah that sounds like josh yeah yeah um i'm gonna take the dog's toy away first Ta-da. i love it so as a child what would you have rated out of 10 what do you have rated Star Wars The Phantom oh, Menace? Oh, 10. Best movie ever. <laughs> and as an adult, what do you rate it?
1: Maybe, like, a 3?
0: Mm-hmm. Because it's not, like,
1: the worst thing ever, and there are bits and pieces I like. Overall, I think it's a god-awful movie.
0: That's a strong fail, though.
1: The characters aren't great. A lot of people have told me, like, Qui-Gon Jino, he's my favorite star wars character and i have no idea what they're smoking yeah yeah, yeah. he doesn't do any he's cool he's a cool father really figure but yeah
0: and that's what i said when we were watching the movie and i mean this zero percent offensively at all but i do theorize that anyone who really like qui-gon gin
1: qui gin
0: that is something i have definitely gotten drunk off before Anyone who genuinely likes him as a character, I would be interested to see the correlation between that and maybe not growing up with a dad because his only characteristic is father figure-ish. Yeah. Ish. -ish. Strong-ish. So that's like, I'm not saying like, oh, they don't have dads. I'm just saying like, I literally bet you can find science there.
1: Actually fun quick Star Wars fact. Obi Wan does not know his dad because usually the kids are taken away from their parents at a very young age. So so Qui Gon Jinn is literally like his dad. So it is literally
0: just Avatar: The Last Airbender, but boring. Yeah. Cool. Um.
1: But yeah, so there's things I like. I like some. I like a lot of the world building stuff with this new prequel. Like they added. I love Coruscant. I love the idea of that city wide planet. I, I. I know we shit on the politics a lot, but I love that they're showing that. As soon as we got to Coruscant, I don't know. I, I love that whole Coruscant bit where we're getting deeper into what the world was like when the Republic was around, or the galaxy. All
0: right, fair enough. So it's 3 out of 10, and pretty much exclusively for the politics, which is... Yeah.
1: (laughs) The world building, the the Jedi Council, the Senate, the Chancellor. Yeah, I'm
0: going to be
1: honest. Fair. 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 All
0: right. Anyway, so, as a kid, you gave Phantom Menace um, 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. As an adult, you give it a 3 out of 10, so that equals out to. I can't do math. We're gonna say it's a five, and it's right in the middle. But I gave it pretty much a one out of 10, and my dog just did, just burped in my face. So we're gonna call that a night. Oh no, is that the outro music I hear? We'd usually do a next time on. We'd usually do a next time on, but I uh, I don't know what's coming next for this, so we will do it when we know. Thank you for listening
1: next time spaghetti
0: spaghetti goodbye I'm saying that to the dog but it's fine farewell thanks for listening